the 2024 Royal Rumble, CM Punk hurt, and now Cody and Roman is no more. Today we get all into it on the Thank God for Wrestling podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another video of the Thank God for Wrestling podcast. I'm host one of two, Johnny King. Host two of two, CJ McClure. And today, guys, we're going to be getting into all the latest news, man. The 2024 Royal Rumble, we're going to give our thoughts on that. But the biggest news, CM Punk is injured and Rock and Roman is, is basically confirmed. CJ, let's get into the Royal Rumble first. What were your initial thoughts? So let's go collectively first before we break everything down. I think this year the women's was better than the men's. I did not think that the men's was awful by any means. thought it was a tad bit underwhelming. I don't know why. Maybe just because I set my standards and expectations too high with all my surprise entrance picks. But I was still entertained. I was sports entertained from the whole card. And, I mean, we have definitely have had worse Royal Rumble pay-per-views. This wasn't one of like the S tiers, but it wasn't one of the bad ones. I was so entertained. But getting into the women's, well, first off, fire intro. I I, w, I feel like WWE never fails to give us a solid like video intro in any of their pay-per-views for the most part. And it was funny, but I feel like we're getting a little bit repetitive here with Pat McAfee pulling up two years in a row. Like, oh my gosh, Pat's here. I'm like, bro, like either just be, I mean, I know Pat's busy. Don't get me wrong. And I love Pat. I was like, but either be here or don't. <laughs> uh, with the women's rumble, I got a lot of bullet points. I actually got more than the men's. Naomi coming out at number two was pretty interesting. But first off, welcome back, Naomi. Really glad she's back. I know, I know we both talked about it. I think you said that was one of your surprise entrants. Um, great to see her back. And, uh, we're flirting a little bit with the forbidden door, Johnny. I mean, Michael Cole mentioned TNA. We got Jordan Grace, who, by the way, I was very impressed with. Again, I I said it about AEW, same thing with TNA. I am not – I don't really watch TNA that much. I mean, I've known a lot of big names over the years. Like, I knew who AJ Styles was. So, when he came to WWE, I, I was shocked because I heard a big name from him to TNA. But a little bit of the forbidden door here, just a little bit. But here's my question to you, Johnny. Why is it – I've noticed, I wonder if you've noticed too, why is it in the women's matches, the women's Rumble matches, we'd be getting more of the Forbidden Door than the guys? Yeah, I, 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 I was thinking that too. I honestly don't know the answer to that. It's weird. Like, why couldn't we get, you know, someone, a guy from TNA to come over and be one of the entrants in the Royal Rumble? But, I mean, like, we had Mickey James, what was that, like two years ago? She When she yep. was a Knockouts Women's Champion for TNA. And now we got Jordan Grace. Bro, I've always been a fan of Jordan Grace. I think she's a killer. And I would not be surprised if Triple H scooped her up after her uh, TNA contract is up. Because she fit in the match like a glove. Her moveset is great. Her character is great. She 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 knows how to get down on the ring, man. You know what I'm saying? I was very impressed with her. I would love to see. I mean, I know they interacted. I would love to see her against Bianca, Jade Cargill, who we'll get into in a minute. Tiffany Stratton. I mean, I was very impressed by Jordan. She she's a tank, and she she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, to your point, I mean, imagine the pop that could have happened if Moose pulled up in the men's Rumble match. Yeah, but I mean, 
but be that as it may, let's, you know, do my best not to be picky like Dave Meltzer. So, um, so Bailey comes out at number three. Obviously, we all know what happens. But when Bailey came out at number three, and that was who we both picked to win, like, definitively, I'm like, is she really going to pull Ric Flair? She could be the first woman to come out at number three and then go the distance. So, yeah. And then again, Jordan Grace came out. I was like, holy crap, that's crazy. Kyrie Sane, I mean, I know she ended up getting out eventually, but like, but that save that she was having momentarily that kept yeah. her in just a little longer and then she fell out, that was pretty impressive. I mean, I know yeah. she fell out eventually, but I I I very I very much respect and appreciate the creativity behind that. Chelsea Green, dude, give her her flowers. She Chelsea's funny. Like, like she she's not for she genuinely does make me laugh and chuckle. Like, like on her. Her selling, I think, is like top tier. She's one of the best sellers on the women's roster, in my opinion. It just she's just funny. Like, give her flowers, man. I'm glad she was in the Rumble match longer this year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. She her character is great, and I I want to see her get pushed soon. Whether that's like I like that she would be perfect for a woman's mid card belt. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And and back on the topic of Jordan Grace, she was. She's tough too. Like well, the way she was eliminated, that elimination spot, mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of that kind of looked like that was crazy. The KOD onto the onto the ring apron, bro. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. It was. But yeah, just Chelsea's elimination was funny. You know, rip Chelsea. She couldn't catch a break, but she did her job. I mean, if Hunter told her this is what you're doing in the Rumble match, she did it, and then some. She did her part. I love the time updates now. That is a great addition to the match. Like in the corner, yeah. Where they have who? I I love that. That that is awesome. Like who's so, been in the ring the longest? Right. Yeah. So kudos to whoever's idea that was. They deserve a raise. Our truth, the Nia Jax reuniting was funny. So fun fact: I was at the 2019 Royal Rumble live when mm. Truth came out at number 30, and then Nia attacked him and got in the men's rumble match and that she was 619 RKO and all that. <laughs> so seeing them, Truth and Nia Jax reunite was funny for me on the personal level. And again, we'll get into him again in the men's rumble match, but just just like Chelsea Green, Truth Truth never fails to do his role well. I wish I wish he would be putting more a little more high profile matches because I think Truth actually is very, very athletic and is yeah. aged very well. I mean people forget he's been in WWE since like 2000. Yeah, bro. He's been doing it for a minute, bro. Man. Yeah. Like, he's been in the company longer than John Cena, which is yeah. crazy. But give Truth his flowers. I mean, he, he did a great job as well. I love that great opening move by Meechin when she got in the match. I thought when Zelina got eliminated, Zelina Vega, that was a very cool spot with her elimination as well. Mm. And then finally, as we talked about, Jade... Hargill has arrived. She has made her WWE debut, and what a debut it was! What were your thoughts on it, bro? I've been waiting. I this was this was the perfect time to get her introduced to the WWE crowd, get her introduced in the ring. The spotlight isn't totally on her because there's a lot going on in the ring. She can still get her feet wet, but bro, the the face off she had with Bianca, the Nia Jack spot, bro. I honestly. For a minute, I was like, maybe they'll give it to Jade. Maybe they'll pull a shock and give it to Jade. I, and I wouldn't be mad if they did. You know, she is the future of the women's division. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, she she got a good reaction. She came out confident. Wow. Quickly, she lifted up Naya. Mm -hmm. I, hot take? 
she might be stronger than Bianca. And don't get me wrong, Bianca, homegirl strong. Mm. But I mean, how quickly she just picked up Nia like that and eliminated yeah. her. I'm like, that's impressive. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to go for WrestleMania. And then I feel like next year, they'll they'll push Jade for the title. You know, I saw, I wouldn't be opposed to Jade versus Nia in WrestleMania, to be honest with you. But Jade versus Bianca, like as we talked about months ago when Jade got signed, is like the dream match. Someone made a good point, though, online. It was either on YouTube or Bleacher Report. I saw a comment that said, Jade Cargill and Bianca Belair are the female version of Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson. Okay, I see it. Yeah, they, like they they could be that kind of tag team because mm-hmm. I mean they're they're strong women, dude. Yeah, they Credit are. credits do. Yeah, just two powerhouses, uh, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Um, you know what? Credit where credits do. I know people really crap on her a lot. Nia Jax had a good performance. Yeah, bro, Nia Jax. She's not like bad. Like this, this is probably the best Nia Jax we've seen. So she's been booked. She's been booked great. The matches she's had are, are good. They're they're not like five star Mac classics, obviously, but they're great. And like she's doing what she needs to do to just stay a prominent character in the women's division. My favorite version of Nia Jax personally was when she was down in NXT. Mm, okay. Like, like I, I think that was like her best matches. I think like when she was booked the best. I even think that's when her promos were the best. Like when she came up to the main roster the first time, everything just kind of declined. Mm. But ever since that she's come back, I think she, yeah, what you just said, she's just progressively have gotten better and been a prominent force in the women's division. I would say the only thing I think that still needs work is her promo work. Yeah. But but nonetheless, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's gotten better. Kudos to Nia, by all means. Liv Morgan returns. Pretty sure I called it. Glad that Liv is back. And I don't know if you saw it, but I love the post-match uh, interview with her. Because it almost seems like Liv is, like, flirting with being a tweener. Like, kind of like being, like, Drew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because she said she was like, last year, I was the runner-up. And this year, I was runner-up again. Well, luckily, she said, I don't need to get what I want for WrestleMania through the Royal Rumble match. So that mm-hmm. that intrigues me. Because Liv... Liv has gotten so much, like, Liv has progressively gotten better over the years. Not that Liv was ever bad, in my opinion, mm. but just Liv has always had a good attitude. I think she adapts very quickly. I personally think Liv could put on a good match with anybody. That's my hot take about her. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she's athletic. I mean, I'm excited what Hunter has for WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm glad she was back. I, I knew it was either going to be like either the number three was going to be Liv or it was going to be Sasha. There was no one else to put in that. That I was hoping it was going to be Sasha, but I'm glad Liv is back nevertheless. And I'm glad the little stuff she got into did not like change her image in it or anything. So yeah, man, I'm glad she's back and I'm excited to see what Triple H is going to do with her. The hair spot was crazy. Hold yeah, that on. was crazy. That was crazy. To be honest there. That was crazy. That 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 had to hurt even just a little bit for Bianca. No, literally, literally. <laughs> Love the ending with the last three. Obviously, my prediction of the four horsewomen face off without Charlotte didn't happen, but I, I still love the ending with the last three of their face off. Yeah, man. Bailey pulls a Ric Flair. Bailey's going to WrestleMania. Yeah. I knew it, man. It's her time. It's Bailey's time. She hasn't held a title in a long time, man. And the damage control. Stuff that happened uh, on SmackDown, which we'll get into later. But, but yeah, Bailey deserved it. 
So do you have any other thoughts on the women's rumble? I don't. I just want to see Jordan Grace in WWE, bro. That's all. Fair enough. Yeah. So next we got the fatal four-way match. AJ Styles versus LA Knight versus Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed title. Once again, I like the promo. That was a good build up to the match. I didn't put this down as a note, but I love that LA Knight is still over with the fans. And just when Samantha Samantha Urban was like, L Knight, very brief pause. Mm -hmm. And then all Tropicana Field goes, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, bro. it's so it's so simple but effective with LA Knight. I'm surprised that he's still as over as he is, bro. Like the pop is still crazy. Like if they don't do anything with this man, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, I for me, I feel like the writing's on the wall. But I've been experiencing some disappointment recently, which we'll get into in a minute. I want to see LA Knight versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania yeah. for the U.S. title. Same. Give give LA Knight his first WrestleMania moment. Granted, Logan Paul hasn't won a one on one match at WrestleMania yet, but he doesn't really need it. He's always going to be relevant with how big of a face he is, and Logan's getting better, but getting ahead of myself. Want to see that for LA Knight. But anywho, like the promo, great buildup. I love Roman just getting jumped in the beginning of the match. Like all, I mean, obviously, it's every man for himself. Bro. They all take turns beat up on it. Because I mean, that just goes to show, like, you may be the tribal chief, but it eventually comes back to haunt you with all nah. the people you've done dirty. Literally, he was looking, he was backing up. I saw a video with like a voiceover. It's like, fight back, fight back, fight back. And they were just <laughs> stomping him, bro. They were just stomping him. It was so funny, dog. But yeah, man, uh, like this was, it. this reminded me of like late to late uh, 1990s, like early 2000s, like when they would do like Rock versus Kurt versus Triple H versus like Undertaker versus Stone. It was like that type of vibe, bro. It was four of the biggest names of WWE going at the biggest prize in WWE, you know? True. And yeah, I mean, and I think all four of these guys had their moments to shine in the match. And funny enough, even though AJ was like, other than Roman, like the definitive heel in this match, everybody was getting cheered. So I mean, yeah. you love you love to see that. I mean, they, they all shined. You can't hate any of these guys. You can't. Oh, yeah. I got, man, I got flashbacks of 2016 with the AJ-Roman feud. When AJ hit the Styles Clash on Roman, I'm like, man, it has been a minute since we've seen that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That just gave me flashbacks. That RKO to Roman was pretty sick. I mean, like, I know they've done, like, you know, SummerSlam 2014, the RKO there, and the RKO to Roman, and the tag match uh, a couple years ago, Backlash. But something about it this time, I mean, just... Randy's timing and preci precision to hit it is just so impressive. And just and Roman sold it perfectly. I mean, Roman got up there. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. bro, just dope, took a leap of faith in Randy and just bop. Mm -hmm. It just never fails with the RKO. New solo would show up eventually. We talked about it. It's a fatal four way match, no disqualification. He was going to show up. But I, I do like, even though he did save Roman, like, he didn't. How do I explain it? It's not like when Roman won, it wasn't definitively because of Solo, because Solo went through the barricades and then he was taken yeah. out of the So yeah. I think slowly streaming away from it, but they they made Roman look when I when I see, when I saw Solo come out, I was like, Well, this this obviously this is gonna happen. But yeah. Solo, like you said, he crashed, and then they did make Roman still kind of win in a strong way. You know what I'm saying? 
Which on that note, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. First of all, I never thought I would see a triple pin cover before when AJ did that. Double pin yeah, covers one that thing. Was Trip, that was triple is another. I liked how uh, I appreciate that AJ was the one that took the pin because, you know, LA Knight's already been pinned by Roman in their one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. Not that Randy's ever faced Roman for the title, but he's had his run-in with the bloodline, you know, back in 2022. I like that AJ took the pin because he hasn't had any, up until recently, you know, when he was taken out by Solo and Jimmy and then came back, he hasn't really had any interaction with the bloodline. And, I like how they just had Roman pin AJ and not all the competitors like in the triple threat match against Daniel Bryan and Edge because it's like, yes, Roman won. He escaped, he retained, but almost like by the skin of his teeth. Like he didn't dominate at the end. He didn't like bust out the chair and like just decapitate everybody and pin all three of them. He didn't stack them, pin them and win. He only pinned AJ. He didn't pin all three. Yeah. So... I would like to think that was a sign that Roman will be dethroned WrestleMania. We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but nonetheless, n- nonetheless, it was a good match, and I appreciated it. Next, we got Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul for the United States Championship. I really only put down one bullet point for this match. Not that it was bad. Just I was just, I guess, a little more invested in this because I was curious of why it came after the fatal four-way match but my consensus of it is overall i really like this match it was hard hitting and involved a lot of athleticism if it weren't for the ending by disqualification i'd say that this match was better than the fatal four-way but i will admit that the ending was a little creative with the ref catching kevin last second but i also just feel like logan retaining his title and his first title defense by dq was a little weak yeah, first of all, it was just weird seeing Roman second on the card. Like, when's the last time we seen Roman second on the card? Like, that was just crazy. I was like, I know they went through the women's Mormon first and, and then with the men's Rumble, but that was just weird just seeing Roman come out after, like, like mid-card. You know, he's in a mid-card spot. But, yeah, the KO-Logan Paul match, it was, it, it was good. It, it was a TV match, I would say. Because, like, I'm not really sure how the ending translated to everyone in the crowd, especially if you were far away, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, you see it on the big screen, but, like, it would probably take you longer to process what was going on, especially with no announcers and stuff. But, yeah, I, I thought the the ending was – but then again, I guess you would rather want to see him win like that instead of him, like, actually pinning Kevin Owens for the 1-2-3, I guess. I don't want to I don't want to see Logan Paul pin Kevin Owens, I don't. And yeah, I'm not a I Kevin can... Owens fan for real, like, and I still don't want to see that. I can see the argument of the fact that excuse me, of the fact that, you know, Logan's a heel, heels retained by heelish tactics. They very rarely win clean. Like, Logan didn't win the title clean. Mm-hmm. He used the Nucks on Ray and then pinned mm-hmm. him. You know, it's not like they just fought to the end and then he yeah. draped his arm over and got the win. Mm-hmm. Um, I just personally don't like matches ending by disqualification. That, that, like, that's just a me preference. I'm not saying that's yeah. right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But again, I appreciate the creativity of, like, at the end, Heaven used the Nucks. And like the crowd honestly seemed like they thought Kevin was gonna win. Like, yeah, like, they were, like yeah. pop at that. And then ref caught him last second, which I love Pat McAfee breaking the wall, fourth wall goes, Oh, now the ref has 2020. Yeah, 2020 vision. Yeah. But nonetheless, I mean it was still a good match. And who we always known that he's tough. Kevin Owens is tough. I I remember back in 2016, some of the spots that he took in some matches. I'm like, bro, he's like trying to do his McFoley impression, but bro. Even him in the War Games matches from NXT, bro, 
crazy, bro. Oh, yeah. But Kevin wrestled this match with a fractured foot. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. Yeah, that that came out. That that was released. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's that's tough. He's definitely he's definitely tough, bro. He just he's shades of ECW in the in the nineties, bro, for sure. Easily. But nonetheless, uh, it seems like this feud is going to carry over, maybe to Elimination Chamber, and maybe Logan does get a semi-definitive win, and probably will still cheat. But nonetheless, these guys clearly have good chemistry. Logan Paul continues to get better. Much respect to him. But with all that being said, we got our main event, the Men's Royal Rumble. Don't have as many bullet points as I did for the women's, but first of all, so Jay comes out, right? Now, I'm watching this with some of my friends. I've been corrupting them and trying to get them into wrestling. And I've predominantly have educated them on the bloodline. <laughs> and Jay comes out. I'm like, watch Jimmy be number two. Bro. And we get brother versus brother. And then Jimmy came out. I was like, let's go. That, that was a moment, bro. That was a moment. When you hear Jimmy's song, I was like, oh, they really did it, bro. You see Jay turn around? Like, that was crazy. You've seen... uh. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So so I saw a meme of both Miles Morales facing each other, mm -hmm. and then it showed Jay and Jamie. I'm like, that's so real. That's so oh, Because, like, the fact that we haven't seen them cross paths in months, bro. Right. And they, they teased them at Mania Match. They teased it, bro. We're getting it for sure. Absolutely. The only thing I would have changed about it, or not even changed, would have added, Either at number three or number four, I would have liked to add Solo in the match and then have a moment with all three brothers. Yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Because you know, like, Solo, again, Solo's all business. And if that would have happened, he'd be like, yeah, Jim, you're in the bloodline, but I want the world title. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But still, a great way to start off the Rumble match. I don't think we've ever had brothers let alone twin brothers start off the royal rumble match yeah i don't think so bro that's never happened there's no way yeah. andrade is backed you call andrade is back man i'm happy bro i'm so happy i know it was probably andrade's call to come out with the mask on but it probably would have helped the crowd if he didn't come out with the mask on but i get andrade loves wearing his mask i don't have a problem with that i'm just glad he's back and he signed a raw bro he signed a raw so we're gonna see what happened raw needed another male superstar solo male superstar in their hand so yeah i just thought it was a little premature that he came out at number four but whatever i'm, I'm just nitpicking i mean it's great to have him back great for him mm -hmm. to be back uh i like the brawl between the groups um but lashley and the prophets versus mm -hmm. the final testament i i like that mm -hmm. i appreciated that I'm kind of digging this Final Testament vibe, bro. This might help. This might be the thing that helps Kieran Cross get back up to the next level for sure. You know, and not to go on a too far of a tangent, but when Cross put that promo on on the screen on SmackDown and like mm -hmm. teased that the Authors of Pain were coming back when he said Authors, mm -hmm. I love. Like, I feel like this is where he started to get rejuvenated. I mm -hmm. love the. He was like, you saw me like put whatever he said. He was like, you saw me put the hourglass in front of the Roman Reigns. And now mm -hmm. you see what happened with the bloodline. Mm -hmm. You saw me do this with so-and-so with Drew McIntyre. You see that he keeps losing. I'm like, never mm -hmm. thought of it that way. Yeah, like, like yeah. that's a good way to say that, like, Cross is mysterious. He's had, like, a yeah. play in all this. And I seen a I seen a, twi a tweet. It was, like, when you realize Karen Cross caused all this to happen. And it was, like, the Drew McIntyre stuff, the Roman. It was like, all, all of the stuff, bro. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it almost reminds me of The Fiend. 
mm-hmm. of how anytime the fiend beat somebody, they changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and would cross stuck his nose in something, they changed long term. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I they clearly have never given up on carrying cross, you know, to, right. to add this add this detail and bring back the office of pain, which I have always loved the office of pain. They were phenomenal down in NXT. Mm-hmm. And I know Triple H believes in Cross, man. He was a black and gold guy. Karen Cross on XT was goaded, so I know he can do good things on the main roster. Oh, yeah. I just thought Carmelo Hayes uh, would have lasted longer in the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll end up getting called up soon. Um, But, yeah, I thought he was going to last a little bit longer, too. They got – between him and Braun, they gave Braun the big spotlight regarding XT guys. Which – uh. To somewhat address the elephant in the room, the only reason Braun Breaker was in the Royal Rumble match because mm-hmm. he replaced Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, just get a little ahead of ourselves, but Tiffany Stratton and Braun Breaker are now on the main roster. That's huge. They are. Tiffany Stratton. I know, I, I, I know Sean's upset. Bro, those are two of his best, bro. Two of his best. I'm very glad that Cody w- wasn't number thirty again, bro. Me too. He came out at a, he came out at a at a good, uh, um, respectable number. You know, they not. It didn't seem like they just gave it to him. They gave him out at a good, respectable number. I was happy about that because it was a little cliche last year when he came out at number thirty to return. Yeah, I was like, they're just gonna give it to him, bro. Thirty, like right. really thirty. You couldn't even do like twenty seven. You had thirty, like. At the same time, last year was cool to see the number one entrant, the number 30 entrant mm-hmm. be the final two because that had never happened before. So that's probably why one of the reasons they did that was for history. But yeah, it came out halfway through the match. Had to work a little more for it this time. And with on that note, I, by the way, I called the final four, but um, I appreciated that like Gunther too, he came out at a different number this time. You know, a little, little later in the match, and obviously instead of number one, like I, I greatly appreciate that. I don't, I don't like all the time when guys come out the same number back to back years. Yeah, appreciated the brief Cody and Gunther face off. You know, just the long term storytelling from last year. Like, hey, remember mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Love Kofi, bro. He's always going to be notorious for the saves in the Rumble. Like him and Kane. Probably some of the greatest Royal Rumble competitors just by never winning. But I think the same magic is gone. Oh, for sure, bro. For sure. Yeah, I mean, like what I mean, like what else do you do that's creative? Like I like and it's not like it's his fault. I just feel like they've kind of run out of ideas. Yeah, he's and, done everything. He's done everything. Right. And like in the past two years, he he attempted and he failed. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I mean, mm-hmm. and obviously they were hard. I mean, we couldn't do it, but I'm like, what what else do you do? You bring back John Morrison because I know he had that, a couple cool Rumble saves in the past, but other than that, John I don't know. Morrison's on what collision or dynamite with his wife, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's like Johnny Impact, or I think it is, bro. <laughs> J- Jimmy really just tried to dab up everybody in the match. <laughs> no, literally. he always be trying to make friends, bro. Like, bro, you are in cahoots with Roman. Don't nobody like you, dog. Like, don't nobody like you, bro. But not even Roman and Solo like you at this right. point. They, they like, just have you for just... your family. Right. Like, they just have you just to have the strength and number. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to say 
Braun Breaker showing in the Rumble was great. The spear yes. fest he went on, they made him look like a monster, bro. They made him look hey. like a monster. And I called that too. I said he would go to Spear Fest when you got he the did. match. He did. Hey, bro, I'm saying it. I don't care. Braun Breaker has the best spear of all time. I don't care. I don't care. It is definitely in the conversation. I won't disagree with you. Like, he makes it look like it hurts for sure. Not to get crazy off topic. I don't know if I mentioned this before. I always thought if, you know, Goldberg was always wanted a retirement match, he never got it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess Roman's going to be his retirement match at this point. But, I always thought Goldberg versus Braun Breaker would be a great retirement match for him. They both do the spear. They're both they're both jacked. I think Goldberg has some history with the Steiner brothers, and that's Braun's family. Mm. And that'd be a great way to put Braun over. Yeah, I I would like to see that for sure, for sure. I would like to see a Bronson Reed and Ivar match. I mean, just two big men slapping yeah. meat, and they're and they're both athletic. They're both very athletic for their size. Mm-mm-mm. Credit to Ivar, man. I don't know where Eric's been. I haven't looked too much into it, but Ivar's been shining with everything he's been given. Like he's he's been making the most of this. Yeah, I think Eric's been hurt. I'm pretty sure. But Ivar, he's been good on his own, bro. Like, oh yeah. I would also pay for a broad breaker versus Gunther match. Bro, we need that. We need that. We need. <laughs> We need that. We need that. Yeah. I mean that that is that would be a clash of styles for sure. We need that we need that. Brown Breaker with the suplexes and Gunther with the slaps. Yeah, we need that. And say it on topic, that Braun Breaker spear to Ivar, that looked painful. Bro. <laughs> he Braun Breaker, he's so he's so he's just a powerful bro. He like I don't want to compare him to him, but like he has the like explosiveness that we haven't seen since Rock. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, his spear almost reminds me this would be a great dream match. Rhino in his prime Rhino. versus Braun now. Yeah. What did Rhino call it? The gore? Did he call it that? Gore. Yeah. Yeah. I think Rhino's gore is up there for sure in the conversation yeah. with Spears. Pat really just eliminated himself. He, he said, did. no, I'm he good. Did. Like, was it? <laughs> Like it was funny, but like we could have gave someone else that vibe. Let's be honest. That's all. Yeah, like I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, our truth, our truth. I feel like was the enough comedy we needed in the men's yeah. rubble match, you know. Yeah. Which he did make me laugh. Like he genuinely made me laugh with the tag team spot, <laughs> getting uh-huh. everybody clapping and Dom tagging yeah. him in. Like that, that genuinely made me laugh. Mm-hmm. The fact that Miz has been doing all these new moves this late in his career is impressive. I mean, this is just another reason that just goes to show how good he is. No, for sure, bro. I'm always, I'm a Miz guy till I die, bro. I will always say Miz deserves another heel title run because he's a great heel title holder, bro. And he's always made the most of every title run he's had. Like when he was tag team champions with Big Show, like that's when I started watching WWE, was going into WrestleMania 26 and him and Big Show defending against Truth and Morrison. And he had three titles. Bro mm-hmm. did, did that before the bloodline did it. Yeah, because they had both of those tag titles, kind of like they do now when they unified them. Plus the United States Championship. Like, Miz was dripping in gold. Yeah, bro. So Punk, in my opinion, obviously he's injured, and we're going to talk more about that. Punk looked better in the ring, at least in the first star when he came out. He looked better in this match than he did in AEW. Like, oh, he looked sure. like... He, yeah, he, he looked like he was enjoying himself, that like he was having fun. Obviously, he tore his tricep, but 
Yeah, I mean, Punk looked good, and so everything looked wrong. Yeah, I, I was surprised with how good Punk looked. I don't know where in the match he got hurt. I wasn't sure on the spot. But, um, yeah, until then, bro, I, I thought he looked I thought he looked great, bro. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Ricochet's elimination was risky. I'm just glad he's – I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Ricochet because he really is talented. Like, the only thing – his character is is just like crazy doing crazy flips and stuff like yeah i mean it's like obviously he's had championship runs right he was north american champion united states champion uh has yet to win a tag title which i find surprising because i mean i think him and braun work great together but that's who gunther dethroned like you know yeah that's right yeah and and, and ricochet put on another when they had the rematch put on a great match again with gunther it was argued it was better than their first match when Gunther won the title. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I completely forgot about that he was an IC champion. Um, but yeah, I mean just I, I don't how do I explain this? It's like, you know, Andre the Giant, yeah, he was world champion for like four to five seconds and then gave it to Ted DiBiase. But I remember in the Andre documentary when they talked about like why he was never world champion, because realistically speaking, who was gonna beat Andre? Yeah, no one other than, other than maybe Hulk Hogan. So, but I feel like it's like the opposite with Ricochet. It's like, yes, Ricochet is talented and can put on a good match, but like, there's a lot of guys that can still beat him. You know, yeah. if he was world champion, like if he yeah. did have a world title run, he'd be he'd be beating guys by the skin of his teeth, and then eventually it would run out. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I mean, I think Ricochet does a good job of still keeping himself relevant. I think he's gotten better with cutting promos. Like I remember that was like the biggest criticism people had towards him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I predicted the final four. What I say, you did. But, you, did. Uh, you did. You did. I did love how both Seth and Roman were watching the match. That, mm-hmm. that really, I like that. Me. I like that. Yeah, that yeah. added. That added just like just making it feel important and the intensity of it. I was surprised, man. Cody got Gunther two years in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That now, if Gunther doesn't win this next one, I don't know what to say. Unless they he, give it to Punk, you know? Right. I mean, like, it, Gunther is a future Royal Rumble winner. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, I mean, it came down to Punk and Cody. I mean, these are the top two picks. We both went with Punk. As soon as Punk said, I didn't come back to lose the Dusty skin, I'm like, yeah, Cody's about to win. That's crazy. Now, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was crazy. That was crazy. But Yeah, I mean, this... This match was fine. It was good. Like it was, it was all right. Women's was better. I, I think also the women's was better just because the women's came first. That's something I've kind of noticed. Like I feel like, with the exception of maybe either twenty eighteen or twenty twenty, even twenty nineteen, but I'm biased because mm-hmm. I was there live. Very rarely are like both crowds into both rumble matches like heavily, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I feel like there wasn't enough surprise entrance this year, but. It, like, goes both ways. Like, you can't have such high expectations, but obviously, like, they need to try and, like, give us some surprises. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's a mixed bag. But I was so entertained. It's history. Cody's the first guy since Stone Cold to go back-to-back. He now joins the exclusive club of winning multiple Royal Rumbles. And the only guys ever win back-to-back are Hogan, Michael, Steve, and Cody. You know, that's mm-hmm. and, that's an, and that's an exclusive list. And Punk proved that he's not selfish. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He right. knew, like, he, like, knew I, what he, he knew what he had to do, you know? Right. Like, like Punk has proven that, like, he 
Like, obviously, he wants a main event WrestleMania, and we're about to transition into that. But mm-hmm. he 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 knew he knew what was best for business. Like, Punk has become more selfless. Yeah. But now transitioning to the injury. So, and this is wishful thinking. What I'm about to ask you, what do you do? You, what do you think the odds are of this being a work? Because I'm I'm comparing apples and oranges here. But when mm-hmm. Cody tore his pec and still wrestled mm-hmm. the match against Seth, and then the next night on Raw, Seth attacked him to officially mm-hmm. put him off TV. Mm-hmm. There was no more damage you could do to a torn pec. That's the reason mm-hmm. Cody even got to wrestle in the first place. Mm-hmm. But would they really? If he really tore his tricep, will they really like tell Drew, yeah, stomp on it? Yeah. And what what I'm thinking is like maybe he actually is injured, but they played up the the time that he will be able to come back, you know? Maybe he's gonna come back sooner. And my thing is, why would they even put him why would they even begin a feud with Drew if they know he wouldn't even be able to wrestle? Or they if they know he would be gone for a certain amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's I'm back and forth on it, and I think, again, this is probably just wishful thinking on my part that hoping that Punk will be back in time, what, you know, whatever the severity of the injury is. Apparently, a torn tricep, like, for real, takes, like, five or six months to heal. Yeah, so if yeah. he is legitimately healed, Punk could be back for SummerSlam and do a Summer of Punk all over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to hate by any means, but just... Seth was right, and I know he said this for different reasons, but this is Punk's last chance. And not and not just, I mean, like, reports have come out that Punk has been joking, jokingly backstage, like, he's getting along with everybody, like, even guys like Kevin Owens, who never really liked him, like, admitted that, like, yeah, like, Punk is, the, he's, this is definitely a different guy. Mm-hmm. But are we, do you really think we're going to see Punk main event WrestleMania? Like, Punk is, if this is legit, Punk is going to have to train his butt off so another injury does not happen oh for so, sure for sure i think honestly bro once he gets that wrestlemania main event he's done you know what i'm saying yeah i mean i just what i mean if he had more gas in the tank i think honestly the the 10 year gap for exactly. however long it was of not wrestling and then returning to mm-hmm. aew mm-hmm. you know like that, that has an effect like you know, look, look at Undertaker when he was only wrestling one match a year. And Triple H, I remember talking about it. He's like, no, like he's like, I know what he was going through. It's hard to mm-hmm. train for that one match. Like, cause it, it's completely different. It, I mean, they're both hard, but it's like different types of hard. You're wrestling 200 plus times a year, always got to stay in shape and it's hard in your body. But then when you wrestle every so often and you have to train for that too, that's hard as well. And just, Punk is injury prone. I think that's just kind of the sad reality. Yeah, man. I think the 10-year gap really did, like, put a toll on his body, him not, you know, being in the ring. Because the ring work is different from any exercise we ever do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, I guess we're just going to have to play it out and see. Like, I'm just – I just don't want him to come back too prematurely. You know what I'm saying? I just want – I if we get Punk, I need we need him to stay around for a little bit before he probably quits. Yeah, and I feel like when he – I feel like he came back too soon in AEW when he was injured and then trying to rekindle mm-hmm. the season with Moxley. Mm-hmm. And just like that's kind of where the quality started to go down. Like, like, like this is it. And I and I want to see, I want to see Punk do good. I want to see him be successful. I mean, he's been WWE corporate's best friend of bringing all the ratings and views and stuff for yeah. Raw. 
Yeah. You know what I mean, because like, cause he, let's just say if Punk retires, but like still picks up like a Shawn Michaels like role and is like an on presence GM, he's still going to be great at like creating moments of cutting promos on the mic. Punk, Punk will never fail at that, of course. Oh, for sure, for sure. I could definitely see that. Now that you said that, I never thought of that, but I could definitely see him being like a GM, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Being a heel GM. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or I, I could see him even, like, sticking with the company and doing creative. Like, as apparently all the town NXT love punk. Yeah, he was training with Lexus King, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I guess now that begs the question, who do you want to see if punk does not come back, if they're not just trying to keep us guessing? Because now the world title picture is up in the air. Like, Seth yeah. is obviously injured. But Seth is like John Cena. Bro gets rehabbed yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I have confidence Seth is going to be back in time. But who do we want to see him against? Do we want to see him against Gunther? Do we want to see him against Drew? Bro, I, they're going to put him against Cody, bro. That's what they're doing, bro. It, they're going to, there's going to be him versus Cody. It's going to be him versus Cody. That's a good transition with that being said. <laughs> I never, I never agree with this. I was talking to my brother about it. He was like, bro, they're not going to have him face Roman. I was like, what are you saying, bro? He literally won the World Rumble. He pointed to Roman. They showed, they knew this, that he was going to face Roman. And it didn't happen. You know, we saw on Friday, Cody literally said, I'm coming for you, but not at WrestleMania. And on Monday, we got the promo of, of Seth trying to persuade Cody not to go after Roman, but to go after the World Heavyweight Championship, his title. And, I didn't never. I never. I did not. Because this is not. I don't care what anybody says. This is not finishing the story. This isn't finishing the story. It's not beating Roman and getting that title is finishing the story. That that belt and beating Seth will not be the same as beating Roman and getting that belt. For a lot of reasons, because a Seth the, the Cody's already swept Seth. Yeah, and like I don't want to see, and I don't want to see Seth lose again, especially at WrestleMania again. That's Owen. He's always going to be Owen four against Cody if Cody wins again. Right. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I'm... Nobody's perfect. Everybody's always are always here and there have had their selfish moments. Like, Triple H is, all, like, at times has gotten crap. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the way you beat Booker T, WrestleMania. Oh, the way you buried this guy and this guy. But then Triple H got better and put talent over. Are we starting to think that The Rock is selfish? Bro, I think... They just only obviously it's a business, right? They said which match would draw the most money? Definitely Rock versus Roman. Rock was probably missing wrestling too, even though he does even though he tries to act like he he doesn't really, you know, he 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 likes acting, but the Rock probably wanted to get back in the ring. He knew that he was gonna make a big bag from this and they just couldn't turn it down. But okay, like I I get it to an extent. I, I get it. Like, yes, Rock versus Roman should, like, yes, should be at WrestleMania with how much star power that is. And whatever pay-per-view you put that match on is going to sell out just that match alone. But in my mind, when tickets came out for WrestleMania 40 months ago, they are, like, when they already came out, they sold, like, half, they already sold half the tickets just at that time with no matches announced. Yeah. If they did Cody versus Roman again, I think they would have sold out regardless. Yeah, for sure. Because as and, much as people want to see, people want to see Cody finish the story. Cody is the John Cena of our generation, of the of the younger kids' generation, not necessarily our generation, but 
they want to see Cody finish the story, bro. This is what the WWE has been built upon in the past, what, two years, year and a half now, finishing the story. And for them to put a halt on this just kind of puts a dagger in it. And, I mean, they if they really wanted to – so since CM Punk will not be back for WrestleMania, so him and Seth Rollins' main event is thrown out the window anyway. Have Seth Rollins open night one, have Rock and Roman open night or close night one, and then do Roman and Cody night two. I was going to say that, like that, that would be a better, a better option. I mean, or what I would do personally, have Rock and Roman main event elimination chamber. Yeah, I, I, I wanted them to do that, but I know that Rock does not want to work in elimination chamber. I know he doesn't. He wants to be. The Rock loves being in the spotlight. He is the one of the most famous people in the world for a reason. He well, wants yeah, to be... and, and don't get me wrong. I think Rock versus Roman would be, is a great retirement match mm. for Dwayne, but th- mm. it's at the wrong timing. Like, yeah. like what is Rock really to truly gain from this other than just getting the bag? I like and you know, he's on the board, he's on the board of directors <laughs> for TKO now. Like, like he's on the board of directors for TKO now, and obviously, like Rock is a businessman. He does still love re- the wrestling industry. That's mm-hmm. this is where he got his breakthrough before he became an actor. But it's not about him anymore, and like it, it's all about perspective, right? Like John and Rock didn't like each other when they were building up their WrestleMania match. Like for real, didn't like each other. And Mike Kyoto came out and said, like, yeah, John didn't want to lose to him because he was like, I've been here. Why should I lose to a part timer? obviously john got into hollywood too followed that footstep and said i'm like i'm sorry i said that about you like i didn't realize how hard the schedule was but cody has worked so hard for this bro and you you could tell like cody he wears hard on his sleeve it's hard for him to show you like hard for him not to show his emotions through his face and you could just tell he was trying to hold it together but he just he was hurt bro even in the ring at that moment like of course, he was maybe playing it up for the camera, but you know you could tell he was hurt that he was giving his WrestleMania moment away. This is obviously way before our time, but I saw this is an accurate comparison of the ending of WrestleMania 9, and it's almost pretty similar because it's a member of the bloodline. Mm-hmm. You have Yoko beating Bret Hart in WrestleMania in the main event. Hogan comes out, cashes in his imaginary Money in the Bank contract, and mm-hmm. Bret's like, go get him, go get him, and then Hogan wins the title. Which obviously Rock's not going to win the title, no matter what happens. But like, like this is almost like that. Yeah, yeah. It don't get me wrong when I say it was a cool moment to finally see the face off after all these mm-hmm. years. But just mm-hmm. this came out this morning. The video of Rock coming out, Cody just stepping aside and yeah. face off against Roman. That is WWE's most that. disliked video on their YouTube page. Mm-hmm. I saw that, bro. Yeah. Would not be surprised. I think it's 50-50 that if they do go this route and main eventing WrestleMania, Rock versus Roman might get booed. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you guys had the chance. You guys shouldn't have even played with the fact that Cody was going to go go for Roman again. You know what I'm saying? It's right. the fact and that like, you guys teased us and told us we were going to get Cody versus Roman. And then we're like, no, we're going to do Rock versus Roman. And then that kind of died down. And they're like, this, like, just gotta pick one, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, it's best, absolute best case scenario. They're just keeping us guessing. Yeah. Like, like, like that is the best case scenario. They're keeping us guessing, and they personally go down what I would rather them do rock versus Roman at Chamber 
and then Cody versus Roman in night two. But I could get down with Roman pulling double duty and doing Rock versus Roman in night one, and then Cody versus Roman in night two, and Cody finishes the story. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not saying WrestleMania 40 is going to be a dud by any means, but just, I mean, odd, but with being played with injuries and just the toss-up with Rock and Cody, I mean, just my expectations are now being lowered just a yeah. little bit. It does, this week has just been a series of unfortunate events, for sure. Yeah, I mean, again, best-case scenario, hopefully they're just keeping us guessing. Maybe a, a, a the modern, a new yes movement 10 years later comes into play, and then they like they have to put Cody in there somehow. Mm. But, but and the thing is, too, they go down Rock versus Roman in WrestleMania. Roman's going to hold it. Roman's going to break Hogan's record because Rock's not winning. He's not. No. Rock, he, just, he doesn't care if he wins. He's doing this for the bag. Bro. He's doing this for the bag. Right. He's getting his bag, and he's going back to Hollywood. This is a strong what if. Like, this is a long shot. I mean, what if do Rock versus Roman at Chamber and do Rock versus Solo at WrestleMania, and that could be a way to endorse Solo. I can see that. I can see that. I could. I could. And I've said this before, at least I think I have, and maybe just in a private conversation with you and me, Rock was breathing heavy in a confrontation with gender. He obviously looks great, but is he in ring shape? I don't know. That's a good question. We, that we would just honestly just have to wait and see, bro. Like, I just, I don't want this match to happen and it be a dud, you know? Because there's a lot riding on, on that match. Main event of WrestleMania 40, like, this has to be, a classic, bro. It has to. I mean, or at least as good as it can be. Right? I mean, Dwayne hasn't wrestled a legitimate, a legitimate match. I say that for a reason for the match with match with Eric Rowan, but mm. legitimate match since 2013. Mm. So, I, I was got, at the Rocks. I was at the Rock versus John Cena in 2013. That was his last real WrestleMania match, bro. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me that when we met, but. Uh, I don't know, man. I just hope that I hope best case scenario they're just keeping us guessing. Because if you really definitively wanted to do this, and we probably would have complained about it either way, but if you really definitively wanted to do this, why didn't you just have Rock come out at number thirty and win the Royal Rumble match? Yeah, when number thirty hit, bro, I was like, okay, it's gonna. I thought it was gonna be Rock. I thought it was gonna be Rock, and then Sammy came out. I was like, okay, I guess, but like, kind of anticlimactic. But I, I like Sam. I love Sammy, but. I, I thought it was gonna be rock, but they didn't do rock. And then last night, bro, I was I was like I turned SmackDown down because I was watching something with my girl, bro. And then I see like rock on the TV, and I'm like, hold up, what, bro? And I go to the TV and I turn it up, and I'm like, this is he's really here. It's not a flashback or nothing. He's really here. And he walked into the ring, didn't say anything, shook Cody's hand, and then they they did they I they they're, they're gonna do it at WrestleMania, bro, because they did the stare off with the camera shot showing the WrestleMania logo in the back. There, it's gonna happen, bro. It's gonna happen. But it's just all for. But now again, it's like, what do you do with Cody? Like, like you said, they probably go down Cody versus Seth Rollins, but it's just not gonna be the same. The <laughs> only so, merit, the so only lame, merit, so right? The only merit of it is that Cody's and Seth rivalry in the past. But again, <laughs> if Cody finishes the story this way, or they do have Seth retain, which I don't think is going to happen. I've always thought Seth loses at WrestleMania, no matter who he faces. Mm -hmm. Give that man some time off because he has been carrying. 
you know, in this time around. Which, on that note, I know they're friends in real life, and Roman was just probably doing what he was told, but Bro basically buried and talked down to Seth. Oh. Like, about what what Seth said on Raw and, like, talked about his title run and all that. Like, like, bro, like, we have this world title run because, world title, because you're barely here anymore. Yeah, he's not, bro, I was thinking about it, bro. Roman is never on TV, for real. He's never on TV. <laughs> he's never on TV, and he is, like, the face of the whole company. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, oh, I make more as a part-timer than you do full-time. I'm like, so, again, I've said this a thousand times, you became what you hated at one point. You became Brock Lesnar. Literally, literally, literally. Which, the, the if this is the case, if this is true, I don't know if you've seen this, and Mark Henry said it on the podcast, but supposedly, I don't think this has been confirmed, because of Roman's past health issues with leukemia, that's why he has to take so much time off and be a part-timer. Oh, okay. I can see it. I can see it. Which, Again, I don't know if that's the case, if that is the case, mm-hmm. but a guy from AEW said that. Obviously, he used to be in WWE. If, if that's the case, okay, sure. Give him some grace, I understand. But at the same time, it's like, you know, the la- at least last time I checked, the last time Roman, I think, wrestled on TV and defended his title on TV? Bro, it's probably was, what, like 21? No, 2022 against Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah, he did defend the title against Matt Riddle. That's crazy. I forgot about that. Now Matt Riddle's with MLW, bro. Like what? What? It's it's been a quite a week, but we this is like our catchphrase. Other than saying "Thank God for wrestling," we'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, we just have to wait and see, man. I just I don't want to see Cody versus Seth, bro. That's lame. It's so lame. It is so lame. Even Cody knows it's lame, and the hot. They're gonna try to get us to care about it, but you just can't. Care. I can. Ne- I will never care about that. I won't. I won't care, because I will never. When Seth Top Rollins talks about this is the most prized possession in WWE, it's not, bro. It's not. It's not. It's made it prestigious for a different <laughs> reason. Like, like both titles are prestigious for a different reason because Roman has held it for so long, and Seth has been defending it like basically every week. So mm-hmm. I mean, like, prestigious for a different reason, but I just. And but that was quite the dig too when Seth said that's the Hollywood title. <laughs> yeah. Said the Hulk Hogan title. I was like, dang, bro. The people, the pop people who politic their way up to the title. I was like, dang, bro, that's crazy. Even though when Hogan had his super long reign, he defended it way more than Roman did in his. But yeah. hey. Bro, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know, man. We're we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. We could probably talk all day about this specific subject, but that's really all the thoughts I have. I mean, I think I think all we can do is just again wait and see. Hopefully they keep us they're just keeping us guessing. We we see we see what happens on Monday. Maybe Cody gives a better explanation. And that's another thing. If they do Cody versus um Roman in a chamber, then you know who's gonna win. You, yeah. you know it's you know it's gonna be Roman. And I see people saying that, oh, have Cody or have Roman versus Rock just for the tribal chief status for the beads. I'm like, bro, having that title is a part of the tribal chief status. Having that title yeah. is a part of being the head of the table. Yeah, literally. literally. Like when, when Jay challenged for it. I mean, back in the beginning of Roman's reign in 2020, and then in SummerSlam last year, it was it was really for both. Mm-hmm. Any anybody else in the bloodline that beats Roman will be the next head of the table. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think the only person who would be do it is Solo. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Solo if they did it at Chamber. I mean, like not helping Roman out and like secretly the elders send Solo to be the next tribal chief. That'd be kind of a cool plot twist. Like I remember yeah. seeing an article on Bleach Report. It was like saying like that some potential next feuds for Roman, and like someone said, like Solo should be Roman's final boss before losing the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which. Again, I mean, I'm I'm so a little disappointed we haven't gotten like Roman versus Jimmy, and then Jimmy leaves, and then Roman versus Solo, and Solo leaves, and then Paul eventually leaves Roman, and Roman's by himself. And yeah. nonetheless, I think it'll happen eventually. But we're rambling at this point. We just gotta wait and see. I think whatever we get, we just gotta do our best and just make the most of it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We appreciate you guys for watching this, sticking around with us. Um, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, man. We appreciate you guys' support. This has been another episode of the Thank God for Wrestling Podcast. I'm Johnny King. We'll see y'all in the next one. What do you guys think is going to happen? What do you want to happen with the Roman Rock Cody situation? Nonetheless, whether we like it or not, we're on the road to WrestleMania. It's still exciting times. Comment below. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. I'm CJ McClure. Thank God for wrestling. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.